Someone who goes by the nickname OG is apparently behind all of the leaked Pentagon documents. That's where we're starting The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Thursday, April 13th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. The man who leaked secret U.S. documents worked on a military base. This is according to a friend who talked to The Washington Post. The Post broke the story last night. Dozens of classified intelligence files recently started showing up on a chat app called Discord. The documents expose sensitive details about U.S. spying and Ukraine's war with Russia. This new reporting reveals that the leaker is a gun enthusiast in his early to mid-20s. He allegedly shared files with members of an invitation-only group on Discord. That's where he was known as OG. The Justice Department is investigating the leak. And if you're still getting up to speed on this story, our sister podcast, Post Reports, published an episode about it last night. And of course, there's a lot more coverage at WashingtonPost.com. At number two, a Texas ruling on a key abortion pill was temporarily blocked. This is the ruling where a judge last week suspended FDA approval of mifepristone. That's one of two pills used in the most common abortion method in the U.S. So yesterday, a federal appeals court paused that decision. That means that the pill is available for now, although the decision does keep some limits on access. The issue will probably end up in the Supreme Court. Number three, the January 6th investigation has started looking into Donald Trump's fundraising. The Post reported yesterday that federal prosecutors began issuing a new batch of subpoenas last month. Their goal is to find out whether the former president or his advisors scammed donors by using false claims of election fraud to raise money. This is one of several ongoing Trump investigations. He's scheduled to answer questions in another case in New York later today. A second Black Tennessee lawmaker got his job back yesterday. That's story number four. Just a reminder of how we got here. Two Black Democratic lawmakers had joined a protest for gun control after a school shooting in Nashville. And then their Republican colleagues expelled them from the Tennessee House last week. So now Shelby County commissioners and Memphis have voted to reinstate Justin Pearson. He's expected to be sworn in again this morning. The other lawmaker, Justin Jones, was reappointed on Monday. Number five, record-breaking rain caused flash flooding in Fort Lauderdale. More than 25 inches fell in one part of the Florida city yesterday. The rain stranded cars and forced Fort Lauderdale Hollywood Airport to close. This happened as an early-season heat wave is sweeping the nation. Record highs have hit the west and northern plains this week, and the heat wave will move farther east today. Vermont has the cleanest power in the United States. That's story number six. The Post looked at where each state has been getting its electricity since 2000 and ranked them by the amount of carbon dioxide emissions. Vermont's power is the cleanest because it relies on a combination of hydro and wind power. Washington and Oregon, two others at the top of the list, use mostly hydro and natural gas. 
On the other end of the spectrum, West Virginia is last on the list because it still gets 89% of its power from coal. This is all worth talking about because of the growing climate crisis. The U.S. needs to dramatically decrease emissions if we want to avoid the worst effects of climate change. And cleaner energy solutions are a key part of that. And at number seven, bunk beds are coming to an airplane near you. Air New Zealand plans to debut the first ever sleeping pods in the sky in September of next year. And this will specifically be for passengers in economy. Here's how it works. Six beds will be available on long-haul flights, and people will be able to purchase blocks of time using a sleeping pod, with cleanings in between, of course. But you know what? I think I'm good. I'm a great chair sleeper. You're all caught up with the news for today. But to be even more caught up, make sure you're subscribed to The 7 Newsletter. We have links to all of the stories that are on this show. There's even a link to see a photo of those bunk beds. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.